Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, hello. Welcome to episode three, 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 three of She Podcast. <laughs> I am your co-host, Jessica Kupferman, and with me as always, the mountain-dwelling Elsie Escobar and the Phillies-loving John Jamingo. And I'm basing this on what they're wearing today. Hello. How are you guys both doing? Pretty well, thank you so much, except it seems like Facebook and Instagram and WhatsApp are having issues which have wrapped up into StreamYard issues, and goodness gracious, we have problems. Yeah, we have no good live stream. Maybe YouTube, if you guys want to see us on YouTube. Well, it doesn't matter now, because if you're listening to this later, it's over. It's over. um, It's over. We're in a mood today because this is the last time that we will be doing a recording live or otherwise until after She Podcasts Live, which is happening both now in person, Scottsdale, Arizona on October 14th through the 17th. And virtually, there is some exclusive content on the 14th and 15th. And then we are going to be live streaming our main stage the 15th through the 17th. So you'll get to see some people who we really wanted to have speak but couldn't make it this time around, like Tara McMullen and Eric Mandy and Audrey Bell Kearney and uh, Emily Pro, you know, a bunch of people, Eric Pena Vest, Andrea Jones. But then also you'll get to see our keynotes, which are Cameron Esposito and... Demona Hoffman and the Satellite Sisters, and also Edison Research, which is a late to the game. Yeah, we're so excited. I am thrilled by Edison Research. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for that, Mariah. That was amazing. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, so we're really excited that you'll, everyone from home is going to be able to see that too. So if you want to see that, go to She Podcast dot com slash register and sign up immediately before you're not able to get tickets anymore. Actually, we're going to be doing some really interesting announcements while we're in Shoe Podcast Live too. Some stuff coming up that you and I need to discuss, actually, Miss Elsie Escobar. Yeah. So before we continue with the conversation, though, just to clarify for folks that are listening here, you're going to be listening to the show sometime on Friday or Saturday, depending upon when I can actually get it posted. But when Jessica said to head over to ShePodcast.com slash register, for those of you who are near and around Arizona and want to take a road trip, when you're listening to this yeah, and you're like, oh my God, I got to do it. There, Obviously, there is a real in real life ticket that you can buy off of that same yes. page. But if you are just jonesing to see the main stage and all of that exclusive content that's happening on the 14th and 15th, then that means that you do need to ha- sign up for the virtual ticket. The virtual ticket, folks, it is one of the biggest bangs for your buck if you just get it right away. Please make sure that you get that. Do not miss. So as you're listening to this right now, if any part of you is like, oh my gosh, I want to be part of it, or you think that you're going to have FOMO, or you already have FOMO, get your ticket (laughs) and participate 
today, okay? So shepodcast.com slash register. I'm going to tell you the way that our team has been working on the stage and everything having to do with the stage and the set. You should get the ticket just to see the friggin' stage because that's how cool it's going to be. Jess, I want it to look good like on camera too, though, because it's remember when we first did last year? I mean, not last year, two years ago, the stage, it was so overwhelming to me to see yeah. it. But then when you take Have I not pictures, shown you screenshot? Yeah. It's hard. Hold on. It's hard to see the pictures as they yeah. are in li- in real life. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, you don't capture do all know. of that stuff. It's like, I don't have you ever taken a picture of the moon and have it look good? Uh, no. Very okay, rarely. That is what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, you go outside and yeah. you're like, oh my God, this is the most beautiful moon I've ever seen. And you take a picture and it looks like, what the heck? I mean, that's true. I mean, I think it will look amazing on the whole point. Well, first of all, if it doesn't look good, then we've spent a lot of money on AV for nothing. No, dude, that's not, again, that's not what I'm saying. The pic, the camera pictures take different pictures. It's sort of like, it doesn't matter how good I look in real life and my hair's all done and my makeup and I look fantastic for people to talk to me. But if all of a sudden somebody takes a picture of me, I'm still going to look crappy. That's why there's different makeup for like, you know, live TV versus non-live TV. There's different makeup. Mm-hmm. So the whatever folks are doing right now is for the stage. It's for the people that are there live versus having mm-hmm. it go through a camera lens, which is a different thing. Quick question. Is this the best thing to say if you're trying to sell virtual tickets? No, we're not selling the beautiful stage. We're selling the gorgeous, incredible talent Gotcha. That's going on. No, we are also selling. Uh, no, but I did just say the aesthetic alone is worth the price because it's going to look Yes, amazing. the aesthetic alone is worth the price. All right. Just double checking. I didn't want to go hell? in. It. I'm just, it's because, listen, I don't doubt. I, I'm just, I, that's all. I just took a picture. I just looked at our pictures from She Podcast Live last year. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And, and I, what? They don't and look good on stage? It didn't the, do them justice? Yes, exactly. That's what I want to say. It didn't do it justice. I think so. Of what I felt and the beauty of what we saw. The layers, the colors. It's still worth buying the virtual ticket. I'm buying the virtual ticket. I'm going to be hanging out. Everybody needs to buy the virtual ticket. This time we have drapery. We have cactus cutouts. We have colored furniture. We have carpeting in a lush plum color. We have a side, we have golden, I think, side tables. We have a lounge where we've, where we've rented very plushy pink and teal furniture in the lobby. It's going to be beautiful. Jack is saying she will send me a screenshot, uh, in about 10 minutes. Perfect. Oh my gosh. I I would love that. I cannot wait because there's also the, this is, well, this for folks who are attending and you do want to take pictures of yourself, I think you're going to be so excited because I have horrible couches. They're horrible. They're awful. And I've just covered them with another horrible cover that's better than the Why? bottom part of it. Just Why because, you just, just for want to target. Hey, listen. Anyway, I just okay. covered them up. And so now every time I'm taking, like, I've considered taking a couple of selfies while I'm on my couch doing my work because that's where I live. Mm -hmm. And every time I see those pictures, I go, 
the couch. I don't want to put this out. Because the couch is so just awful that I don't want I bought a really plain lime green slipcover for the couch that was in my office. And it was perfect. It was like $30. It's not a lot. Well, I did buy a slipcover, but it's it's for. But you're saying it's hideous. You don't don't like like it. No. Get another one. Life is too short to live with your furniture that you don't like and the ugly furniture. The only reason I don't like it is when I'm taking a picture of it. Bedazzle it. Come on, Ellie Mae. Fix up that couch. No, you know why I don't want to fix it? Because it's fantastic for everything else. It's very comfortable. It's very plushy. It's very expansive. I'm just saying get a different slipcover. Yeah, I consider it. Maybe it's too dark for selfies. That's a no. <sighs> Yeah, she's a, whatever. John is it's like, fine. he kind of knows me a little bit too yep. much now. So much. It's so I, much. I like it for everything yeah. else except the way it looks. So I will suffer through with that and not take pictures of me right. on the couch. That's right. And even yeah. if you tell me. Because, that's, because let's be honest, that's like at least 30% of everything you own. Right. And like, yeah. like 30% you of correct. the things you own you love except for the way they look. Yeah. So you will stare at something hideously ugly because it's perfectly comfortable and functional. Yes. yes. She's into function. Even if you hate. I mean, everyone's into function, but I'm just saying there are things you can do for aesthetic as well. You don't have to. Yes, you are it. correct. I, oh, speaking of aesthetic, should I show you my um, I, I found this for she podcast live specific. You know, those those sandals that people tend to use that they're the ugliest thing ever actually of course they are um when um <laughs> so, usually soccer players when they like the girls soccer team the toe at ones? my school it's, huh? yeah, the, the ones you can wear socks they're not with? the toe ones are they no the ones that you just stick your foot in it's like slides right and yeah. they're like okay yeah like yeah Nike. adidas adidas mm-hmm. yeah adidas yeah i really mm-hmm. dislike those i've never liked them they're horrible looking mm-hmm. But I got a pair. That... Bought a pair. No, no. But look at what I got, though. I'm going to show you what I got, and then you're. And they are. I am so in love. I wear them around the house, and I feel so amazing. You feel very sporty. Oh, I on. feel pretty. Oh, so pretty. Oh, so pretty. Are you ready? Are you ready? Yes. Yeah. No, but let's see them. Hey. Yeah. Okay. Oh, they're silver. They're pink. Sport. And they're, they're look at that. Sparkly. Oh, they're very cute. Yeah, they're look nice. I don't know if you bought those, Elsie. Those look are at cool. Them. I like those. Are they not? They're so they glittery. Are they're glittery bedazzled. and pink. They are bedazzled. They are. They, they are match full my computer. On they're full on rhinestones. <laughs> they are yes, gorgeous. I love them. Steve they're Madden. Amazing. Very nice. And bonus, comfortable. I used to think that Steve Madden hated women. Because anytime I tried on a pair of shoes by Steve Madden, they would inevitably torture my feet. But lately, I have a pair of what kind of like what you have. And I also have a pair of like platform sandals. And they're so comfortable. So I think somebody at Steve Madden now likes women. And I'm wrong. Or maybe like, you know, the he started and now, you know, there were some women who really loved his shoes. At the beginning, and then now they're all middle-aged women. <laughs> I guess. They're very, so, they like, used to be, all his heels, I think, are crazy uncomfortable. I haven't, I crazy haven't bought a Steam Madden shoe in a long time. I didn't actually gravitate to that because of him. I gravitated to it because I'm like, oh, 
sparkles. Pink. And I immediately went to it and I thought, oh my gosh, this is amazing. They had a pair of black ones too, black and in that rose gold color. So it was very pretty. Mm, anyway, should we that. continue on to address some more She Podcast Live stuff? Yes. Do you have something specific in mind or do you want me to just riff? Or should I look at our show notes perhaps? I have. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So I, uh, I had a question that came in. Uh, mm-hmm. And should we address this question now? Somebody wanted to know. Yeah, let's do all the Q&A. Where people can get food and how should they plan around eating? When is there or if will there or if there will be food provided for certain or no not certain things? The welcome party will have food. So that's and Thursday night. And that is on I, Thursday night, right? Thursday night, 6 p.m. I don't know if it's enough for dinner for everyone. It's like noshes. So it's like uh, catered hors d'oeuvres and some stations like crudite and maybe like a cheese station and stuff. But then also um, there will be like, you know, Spanakopita and some stuff that's being like sort of butlered around. That's thanks to Libsyn who is doing the welcome party. So there will be food there. There will be coffee every morning. I don't think they all have food though. So you may still want to have food. There's no Starbucks there. There's a marketplace and there's a breakfast place that are open in the morning. And you can always DoorDash. I mean, like across the street, which you probably shouldn't run and walk across the street, but like across the street, there's a strip mall and stuff with like Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks and stuff. And I'm sure you could have it DoorDashed or delivered early if you wanted to. But I would say that the breakfasts like we'll have coffee, but I'm not sure about food every day. The lunches, you're totally on your own. And there are three restaurants there where you can eat. The pool bar, there's a pl- a little like a sports bar-ish type place. And then um, the breakfast place is also open for lunch. And then dinner, in certain cases, if you're invited to a private party, there are private parties that are going to be happening for dinner if you were invited to a private party, you probably already know. Um, and they're probably doing food. Other than that, you're on your own for dinner. And then the parties afterwards. So Friday night, there's a slumber party. We will have snacks there, but not dinner. Saturday night is a pool party and you can have – we. you know what? This is something we haven't quite decided yet because if we let people be on their own for the pool party, the staff will be overrun. So we may have food at the pool party just so people can get something to eat and and the kitchen can be prepared. Otherwise, it's 300 people all ordering pizza at the same time. That's probably going to be bad. (laughs) So, you know, so better to tell them now, like, we'll have 20 of this and 20 of this and 20 of this so that no one's starving. So I would say that Saturday night there will be... But again, you know, even if we did provide food, nothing is a sit-down plated dinner. So you should be prepared to feed yourself the whole time just in case you get there late and there's nothing left or you get there, you know, or you are starving earlier, you know, because sometimes what happens is like I skip breakfast and then I'm starving by lunch and then, you know, I don't want dinner, but then I want to eat at a party. So, I mean, when I'm traveling and and especially at conferences, my food and then I'm going to be three hours behind myself normally. So my food timing is going to be all screwed up. So because these, these places have... I believe that every single place has a microwave and a fridge. So you can, you know, now you can DoorDash groceries. At least you can where I live. So you can, 
get some groceries delivered to your room. It's not a hotel high rise. So there's an outside entrance to every single door. It's not a motel. It's just an outside entrance to every single, you know, like to the bi-level suites and the regular suites. So you can have people come and deliver right to your door. There's also room service too. But yeah, get yourself some groceries and then you should be all set. Also, the bazaar, some of them are going to be having, you know, like fruits and vegetables and stuff. Well, I don't know about vegetables, but definitely like some fruits and things that you guys can use to nourish yourselves during the day. So you step by in the bazaar and stuff too. But for the most part, I would say meals, you kind of have to take care of yourself, which is not ideal and not what we want going forward because I don't like when I go to conferences and I'm on my own for food the entire time. But this just wasn't the year to push for that. We're just doing the best we can with what we have. Mm -hmm. So in the future, I'm hoping things will be more all-inclusive. I don't think I've ever attended a conference where I got fed though. It's rare. I mean like one day conferences maybe. Yeah, I think you're right. One day maybe. Get lunch. One day like yeah, maybe like a lunch and learn or like a three hour Mm -hmm. or something or other where it involves. Yeah, because I... I have yet to attend, a, yeah, where there's like full on food. Mind you, I yeah. have packed, I have picked out food usually at parties where there's mm-hmm. like exactly what you're saying, where there's like a little area that has things that you can kind of pick at or a little plate, usually a little plate yeah. of stuff that you just eat, you know, but it's, it's never yeah. been to the point where I feel like I've just eaten a meal. You know what I mean? I don't think that Um, I've had that happen, but. Food there is really good. I would, I mean, I would expect things like when you order food at this hotel, because it's Arizona, um, I would ask about the level of spice because I think their default is slightly spicier than what some East Coasters might be used to. If you're in the Southwest, then you're probably used to it. I'm not used to it, but. The food is very good, regardless of what you order. And I mean, not every restaurant has lots of options, you know, because there's only so many, you know, I think I've noticed from traveling that every hotel has like a turkey club and a steak and a pizza Mm -hmm. and and two salads or whatever. But that said, their burger is really good. Their pizzas, like they have a stone, uh, whatever it's called, a pizza oven outside. Their pizzas are amazing. It's surprisingly really good and fresh and good and good. Their food's That's really good. Their alcohol's amazing, but let's not go there. Let's not go there. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm sorry to say that. Yeah, you'll probably be on your own for food. I actually just, of course, I figured out where the Whole Foods is. So it's really <laughs> eleven. It's eleven minute. It's an eleven minute car drive. I'm assuming an Uber can get you there in eleven yes. minutes if you want to go to Whole Foods and pick up stuff up. and bring it, or even just order. I mean, even if you don't want to have it delivered to you your room, you can definitely make sure that you go there and and you can even buy the groceries and just have them walk them out to you if you want. Yeah, to do that. curbside, curbside. Totally. I will say this. I've always made fun of you for going to Whole Foods. But at our last event, you asked me if I wanted anything. And I think I said berries and something else. And having them in my room was the best decision (laughs) I ever made. I munched on those berries at night and in the morning. And I was so grateful to have them. In fact, next time I might even get yogurt to go with those berries and some granola because that was an amazing decision. And I mean, well, Elsie and I will be there for a whole week. Like we're going to be there eight nights or something like that. So yeah, we're going to be there for for quite a while. So I'm obviously planning a little bit 
of a, because I'm I'm okay eating at restaurants. Like that's not a big deal, but I do get bored. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to get bored. That's the thing. I mean, most of the people we're talking to are going to be there, you know, four days, three, four days max. Yeah. But you and I are going to be there eight days. We're going to be bored as shit. So we have to figure out how to eat with our fridge and our microwave. And hopefully maybe there's a freezer or at least have stuff to live. You know, like it'll be by the end of it, we'll be tired of. I don't know, though. I I mean, I've been there twice now, and I've yet to get tired of the food there. It's weird. Yeah, but you haven't been there for as long as we're going to be there. That's a different... That's true. I that's a it. different thing, right? <laughs> but still, thank true. you. I hope that we answered at least some of those questions when it comes to food. Yeah. So Okay. I will also say this just because I have to say it out loud, and so yeah. John will know. This is the first and only conference in six years where Elsie will be at the hotel longer than me. Even if it's just a matter of hours. And it is a matter of hours. She is coming in, I think, four or five hours before me. And she's leaving, I think, 12 hours after me in the middle of the night. But still, still, you're going to be there longer than me, which has never happened ever in conference history for us. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, that's, I know it sounds minuscule, but considering how many times I'm like, you know, it'd be so nice if you could stay a little longer, you know, finally it's happening. And I'm, I'm just amazed by it. Oh, All because of your flights, I think. Right. I know. It's very exciting. Okay. Next question looks like it's about the, oh yeah, the yoga class. Okay. So, so listen, I still need to put this in the agenda, even though. Okay. You've- oh my gosh. I still have to No, First of all, I still have, I'm going to be talking about this. Um, notification needs to go out as soon as possible for folks that are attending. So number one, I am going to be teaching. First, you're going to make rules. Yoga, right? So I am going to be teaching the Friday morning yoga class, which is kind of exciting for me. I'm super stoked already that I'm going to be doing that. Yep. Jess, I have not asked you this. How long is this class? <laughs> I was thinking about what you said in regards to having to stop your class and then go get dressed to be on stage, which is something I hadn't considered before. So I thought what we would do is have your class be 7.30 to 8.15, so 45 okay, minutes, great. Forty-five minutes. at is which good. time you can, you'll can you have another 45 to get ready, which I think That's is great. okay for you. Because- Perfect. Perfect. Because that'll give me an idea of how long. But anyway, yeah, so 45 minutes. We can do some good stuff in 45 minutes. I am planning and doing a class that is all-inclusive, meaning I am not there to make you feel like you can't be in this class. I want able bodied or or not able bodied people to come to the class. And part of it is that I'm setting it up in a way that let's say we have somebody who maybe they have a shoulder thing or maybe the knee is not working so much or maybe they've never done yoga before, or maybe they're completely out of shape. I think part of the process of what I want to have us do together in yoga in this, these classes is that there's a lot of work that happens inside of a yoga class that is very deeply energetic in nature. And it really is about focus. And I think all of us can do that and we can harness the energy together when we go there. So yes, there will be a little bit of movement, but I'm going to be able to verbally adjust everybody and give options to people so that you feel like you are participating in some way, shape, or form. The bottom line is that we are together for the very first time in a long time, and we need to celebrate that. And if there, are, if there are some folks who are like super into yoga and like know it inside out, 
by all means, feel free to bring your mat if you want to. We will not be providing mats. There's no way that we can do that really there. So it really is going to be, you're welcome to bring your mat with yourself. I, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I actually do have room for my own mat, but my mat is really heavy. So I don't know if I am going to bring my mat because it's a heavy at home kind of mat. Uh, but I am going to bring. Yeah, I wouldn't. They probably have them. They no, must they don't. have them there. because they... No, they don't. They might. <laughs> they, they might, might, but I doubt that they do. So, But okay. who knows? Maybe we can ask the people at the, what is it, the workout center, if they can give us mats. That is something that maybe That's we can I'm ask saying. Jen yes. and Jack. That's what um, I mean. Yes. But at the same time, I would, pl- how about this? You either bring your own mat or you plan on not having a mat. And that way, you'll be surprised if we do have mats there. But don't plan for us to provide that for you. So for those of you who have done and practiced yoga in the past, you might think like, oh my gosh, how is she going to teach a class with no mats? Don't talk like that, but yeah. But there are many things that we can do together and there are different, definitely different ways that we can work through it. I would assume that, um, and here's the other thing too, you can actually use a towel that you can have from your room and you can lay it on the floor if you don't feel comfortable laying on the floor or being on the floor with your bare feet and you don't like the gucky stuff that could possibly be on carpet. That said, though, <laughs> I've never really had a problem with that. <laughs> so I think it's grass. I'm just saying. I think it might be in a courtyard with grass. In a courtyard with grass. I think so. Well, we're going to have to figure out exactly where because I may We'll walk around when we get there and you can figure it out. And then we will have to tell the people because being in a courtyard with grass is different all the way around, my sweet people. So um, we're going to have to figure that out. So you might have to just scratch everything I just said to you because that's a completely different... We'll just, I'll have to walk you around there and you can decide where it's going to be and then we'll put it in the agenda. So keep track of the Whova app, which reminds us, go to Whova and download the Whova app. You have instructions from us in your email. It might come from Whova, it might come from me, it might come from She Podcast Live, but download it so that you can keep track of everything. If you don't have, if you're not registered though, you won't be able to get in. Sorry. Register, at least for the virtual. Um, so you can get in there and network with everybody. I'm just going to really quickly just end it with this. If you have a mat and you feel like you would like to use your own mat and you are packing in a way that feels like you can support that, then bring your mat. That's it. If you don't have a mat or your mat is as heavy as my mat is, I get it. We'll make do. We'll have to figure out what we're doing. We might do a standing class the entire time, which I could totally do as well. So it depends on what you're doing. But if you do have a mat and you feel comfortable traveling with your mat, bring it. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. All right. I'm sharing my screen so Elsa can see the design. Oh, wow. That's so pretty. It's very vibrant. It is. It's very bright. uh, Excuse me. Vibrant. I love the color patterns on it. It looks very much. If you all have seen our graphics that have been going out and you um, kind of have a sense of that, the feeling of those graphics that have been putting out, 
this is going to blow you away because it's kind of like those graphics that have essentially come to life. So every aspect and layer that you see on this on the screen is is an embodiment of the artwork. <laughs> which is I mean, that's so the idea, cool. right? Right. Yeah, of yeah. course. And but we've got succulents in the front. Yeah. And, you know, some really lush couches and carpeting and then shears in the back, like pink shearing. The cutouts are the thing that I'm the most, I don't want to say worried, but I would say I have never seen cutouts on a stage before quite like that. So I'm not sure how they will end up to look. Do you want me to show it again? Sorry, we're not. No, no, no. It's okay. I, I, I saw it. And I think that that's great. I mean, the layers of it, it looks to me that it has a, like a, 3D, obviously, because you're... Yeah, that's mind the you. idea. Yeah, here, in fact, and, I'll forward this to you. So, you can so the other thing, folks that are listening, the way that I'm describing it right now, I'm looking at, uh, at a picture of a graphic. So I'm not looking it's at true. the stage. I mean, I'm true. Uh, sorry. I am looking at the stage, but I'm looking at the stage in a graphic rendering versus the real life picture of it. So... That's all I'm saying. So in looking at the rendering of what it is and the graphic, it looks very multidimensional and it looks like it has a lot of um, textures. It has a lot of different textures to it. I think the couch is like a lushy green sectional like that. That's very beautiful. It is. I think that's what we're having. I like how it says endless low back comma sectional yeah i know (laughs) i know it's funny was that the color of your couch there elsie you know what that is the color of my couch and even though amazing i pick the color of that couch i think that it's not the right color for my room you know what i mean like i picked it because i love that color but i don't think it works as well for my living arrangement interesting interesting so Okay, here comes the packages. I'm sure you can imagine I chose this one immediately. So this is a white couch with teal chairs and some pink. And they're going to have Wondery pillows there because it's a Wondery. Oh, my God. He just brought me lunch. I love you, Scott. Thank you. Thank you, darling. Um, That would never happen in my house. (laughs) They're going to have Wondery pillows right here. But yeah, that's our lounge. Isn't it beautiful? It's beautiful. I mean, of all the things to pick, that is by far the most us, don't you think, out of I all these? I love it. It's gorgeous. It's, of course, of course. Yeah. It's delicious. Yep. So we got all our furniture from court events, if you guys want to poke around on there. The one day we need um, to be online. Live? Yeah, I know. It stinks. You can edit it out if you want to. No, no. I'm just saying. There's some parts of it I'm going to have to, but I'm just saying. It's just the one yeah. part, the day that we really yeah. need to be live, of course. Yeah. Mercury being in retrograde. Make it as so, audible as possible. Right. John. Yeah. Let me answer some questions that I got. Are you in the app yet, by the way? No, I'm not. That's what I'm going to talk about right now. Carolyn asked, what if you haven't even downloaded the app? I'm afraid of overwhelm since I haven't been interacting yet. And any recommendations for shy but, but social types? First time SPL attendee. Okay. As far as overwhelm, I mean, that's inevitable. So it's better to be a part of the things and be overwhelmed than to not be a part of it yet, because then when you get in there, you'll feel very behind. So I recommend that you download the app and start poking around at it immediately so you can see all the stuff. You know, there's surveys in there. There's polls for different 
sessions. There's a packing list. There's directions. There's a campus map, that kind of thing. And you should familiarize yourself with those things because otherwise on your way there, you're going to feel even more overwhelmed. And I would hate for that to happen. You can also bookmark all the ten- the sessions you'd like to attend. And so my advice always when going to a conference is to think about your show and what your next immediate goal is, not your final immediate goal, which could be to write a book. So let's just go with that for a second. Let's just say your your end goal for your podcast is to write a book, but you haven't started it yet. I recommend you go to all the things you need to know about how to start it and then make sure you have the recording so that when you're ready to do the marketing and the starting of the book, you can watch that later. But for now, attend the stuff that you need to know right now because you need inspiration to get those next things accomplished. Now, let's say you're already you've had your show for five years, you're ready to start the book now. Make sure you go to every marketing and monetization session you can, including, I believe we have two about turning your podcast into a book by two different types of authors. Um, And you may even want to do one on storytelling and audio drama, because if it's going to be an ebook, maybe, or maybe it could be, you know, you could turn your podcast into a different type of story or different type of podcast. That's always an option too. So think about all the different directions you need to go in the next, say, six months and attend all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Ignore the other stuff. Not because it's not important, but because there will be other events where you'll be able to take those steps, but you can get overwhelmed if you... I mean, truly every session is something you might want to see. I mean, I always find it rare there's something that I wouldn't be even mildly interested in. So you really do have to focus on what's coming up next for you and your goals. What's your advice? Yeah. First of all, in terms of the Whova app, I would say you need to download it as soon as possible, right? If you haven't done it already. And what you can do is you can set up the notifications inside of the app. So start to manage notifications of the app right away. So as soon as you download it, add the app, set up notifications, nothing is going to be getting in your way. And what I would do is I would set up a uh, especially if you do it like the, the earliest possible, maybe you go check in on the app on in the morning and in the evening. Give yourself like 30 minutes to just sit there and mess around with the app, get to know people, all of those things. One of the key things that I find is that we often, especially at conferences, and especially at ours, because it's not podcast movement. Podcast movement is really giant and it's huge. And a lot of the time you are in passing with people, but with our conference, it is way more intimate. It has huge possibilities for you to be able to make connections that really resonate. And this having you being able to actually scroll and get to know people in the app ahead of time is so valuable because once you show up, it's going to feel like you kind of already know a lot of these people. You don't have to do it for longer than 30 minutes a day. If that, just go ahead and check all the stuff out. Um, But exactly what Jess said in terms of getting to know where you are going to go, it's one of the best ways for you to figure that out so you don't feel like completely lost. And it's also another way for you to really quickly 
get answers to some questions. It's just going in the app and answering those questions in there. It's like the easiest thing ever to be able to do that. It's also really wonderful to be able to um, make connections strategically with people, particularly our sponsors. So that's something that Jess didn't really mention on this realm. And we were thinking about more of the presentations there. But the key thing that you really need to understand as well is that there are a lot of service providers, vendors, like all kinds of people who provide service for podcasters. And if you've ever had a question about podcast hosting, duh, websites that you need hosted, workflows that you need workflows, like how to set up some of your financial stuff, being able, like there's so many vendors that are going to be there that you can get a one-on-one with these people because of the, the, the experience and their availability there. So I would say look at all the sponsor things that are there, especially the ones that are in the space, right? And even if they're not there, the virtual sponsors are going to also be available for you to reach out to. So go ahead That's and right. reach out to these people and make sure that you connect because they're there for a reason. Get this, y'all. They paid to have you reach them. <laughs> so you're not getting what? in their way. You're not like taking up bothering their time. them. Right. You're not bothering them. They are there for you to answer questions you have. So go ahead and reach out to these people. Ask them about their pro- their services and all that stuff. And this isn't really about like trying to sell you on them. No, it's about you getting to know those people that you need to connect to so that you can podcast better. The end. That's right. So that's one thing that I would do. Um, When it comes to being able to figure out your day, I think that Jess really addressed all of that stuff when it comes to what you need to be doing. I think that that's it for answering that question. Yeah. Hey, guess what? While we were speaking, we got another sponsor. So thank you to Zencaster. Zencaster. We'll see. Okay. So they're going to be on. I think they're virtual. Am I right? They have spent money to probably do some of the sleepover party snacks or some of the other party snacks. Oh, okay. So they are like participating in paying for stuff, which is cool. Yeah, that's amazing. So look, first of all, every single sponsor has participated in paying for stuff. So it's hard to explain. But all the money we've gotten has either gone towards stuff for the in-person attendees, stuff for scholarship applications or whatever. So, I mean, some of them are virtual, meaning they can't come. But I think virtual – no, Ariel is speaking, Ariel Nissenblatt. So they're technically in person, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's something for everybody to – Think about like the issues or not ish, not even the issues, but yeah, the problems that you're looking to solve next. We're just like Jess was so clear about this. This is what I don't want to happen, that you are in the middle of getting your show, like you've already done like a few episodes or maybe you're just starting out. Your goal is to, like Jess said, write a book. And yeah. therefore you show up and you are gung-ho about how to market your book which is great. I'm glad that you're getting that information. But let's say your immediate problem is how in the world are you going to be recording your interviews? And you're having problems with how to record an interview and you don't know how to do it really well. Some of the audio seems to be really funky. You don't know how to use these tools. You haven't made a choice about it. Well, guess what? There are people (laughs) attending She Podcast Live that are there truly to help you figure that out, 
to make you better so that in the long run, you're going to have the best audio possible to possibly even repurpose and create some kind of product prior to your book or have some really incredible audio ready for you to create something more and much more incredible. So do that, whatever your next, and there's a lot of people who are pros that are attending, a lot of audio pros, a lot of folks that have had a lot of experience when it comes to audio production. If you've got the techie problems or the techie things that are coming up, this is where you can ask those questions that are making you pull out your hair. So all of that stuff, everybody that's doing it. Right, exactly. Anywho, all right. So yeah. we had yeah. some more folks who are very sad that we're not doing in live today. I'm so sorry, Nisi and Cheryl and and Patrick. Sorry. I know, dude. Sorry, y'all. Sorry, y'all. So Bonnie had a question though, but Bonnie had a question about um, what speakers need to bring with them for their presentations. First of all, you should have gotten an email that tells you whether or not you're in a room with a screen. Some people are in rooms with screens and some people are not. And it doesn't matter if you are not because you can upload your slides to the app and follow along together. But basically, it needs to be 16 by 9, you know, the 16 colon 9 in, I believe, PDF format. But go ahead and email Melissa. Melissa at ShePodcast.com. She's the speaker liaison, and she should have sent you a couple different communications about this already. If you're a virtual speaker, hit contact Danielle Desir at gmail.com. She is our virtual event manager. I don't think that I've announced that yet, but yes, Danielle Corbett has agreed to be our virtual event organizer, director, moderator, all the things. And we love Danielle. And we're super excited to have her. We love everything she does, both with her own podcast marketing um, consulting business, as well as Women of Color podcasters, WOC podcasters. So um, we're very excited to have her. And she is a huge help already for if you're a virtual speaker, hit her up, please. Contact Danielle Desir, D-E-S-I-R at Gmail. Danielle, every time I like hear her do anything, I fall more and more in love with her. I know. Like, I Gosh, just, she's amazing. She is so good at she's the best. everything. So true. She's I know. such a boss. It's crazy. Okay. She anyway, is. Sorry. She is amazing. Marron. What I would say to everybody that is attending is that depending upon how your brain works, I would say what you really need to have with you where and whenever you're going into almost any conference, but particularly this one, is that you have a couple of ways for you to capture information quickly. You don't have to sort it. You don't have to know exactly where it goes, but you do need to have a way for you to capture the information. Whether it is a notebook that you only bought for She Podcast Live, like a something small that you only bought for the conference, this is what I do for myself, okay? Sometimes I get a little too obsessive about the fact that I have to use up all the pages and like make sure that I fill out the entire page before I switch the page. I'm actually thinking that whenever you're using a notebook, you you literally almost write like one or two big thoughts on each page because it makes it so much easier. You just capture that, you capture that, you capture that, you make it easier for yourself so that you can reference it back later. It's also a really wonderful way for you to do to, to like write it down and then take a picture of it later. There's a lot of apps, particularly on the phones, that transcribe things. OCR. OCR. That's it. OCR. 
there's a lot of really great things when it comes to OCR stuff. And if you happen to have updated to iOS 15 and you happen to have a new phone, there is another new functionality that is so incredible. You just take a picture of anything that has letters in it and it automatically can actually capture the the text and put it in somewhere. You could put it inside of notes. You can make a phone call. I am astounded by it. The other thing that iOS is doing, iOS 15 is doing, is that if you take a picture of a thing, you can now search for that thing. So let's say you took a picture of a bottle that you saw or some water bottle that you saw. You can take a picture of it and you can search for water bottle and it'll just show you the picture of it. <laughs> you can quickly look at back, back at it. So Make sure that you have a way to capture all the information and that you can reference back to it. Everyone who is listening, thank you so much for being here, for living through this with us, for supporting us, for sponsoring us, for encouraging us, for joining us. Thank you for all of those things. Before the event, I just want to say thank you for all those things. It has been a very long two years. I know a lot of you have been with us every step of the way. And so I just want to say thank you. You have no idea how much it means to us that you have been there. I mean, especially those of you who come and watch us record live in real time, encourage us and talk to us and tell us your advice and opinions. Just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Go ahead and look for the show notes on ShePodcast.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at ShePodcast. And we hope that you do. Please join us at least for the virtual event, but definitely in person if you're close by or even if you're not. Grab yourself a freaking hotel room and some airfare and we'll see you in Arizona. ShePodcast.com forward slash register. We cannot wait to see you. Elsie, I haven't seen you in two years, over two years. I'm going to lose my ever-loving mind when I see you. (laughs) And the rest of you as well. Thank you guys so much. And we love you. Mean it. See you next time. Bye.